Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. I'm excited. I'm excited. The Lord was speaking to me about this, and it's more like I felt like a teaching anointing. Come on. Amen. Because teaching's important. Amen. And so I have a whole bunch of scriptures. So get your notebook out. Get your iPhones out. Get your Androids out. And I, my, my prayer is that you would take one thing, one scripture from this. Some of you are going to take a whole bunch more than one. I, I know it because you're hungry. But if you just get one point from this, mission complete. Amen. Father, I thank you for this message that you put in my heart. Holy Ghost, this is your service. You do whatever you want, Holy Spirit. You speak through me. You do whatever you need to do. I pray that this word as I speak it, your word, it comes alive to people. It comes alive to them in a powerful way. I pray that they continue to grow. And Holy Ghost, I pray that you just begin to stretch them even more. Show them where they're going. Show them direction. Show them their vision. Show them their destiny. Show them the part that they have to play. And Lord, show them the souls that are behind them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Twelve things you could now expect from God. I said that. Twelve things you can now expect. Twelve things now you could expect from God. You don't have to wait. Glory to God. You can get them now. Who wants something now? I want something, I want something now. I put my foot up too. Amen. I'm hungry for the things of God. Amen. And I put a demand on the anointing. I put a demand on his presence. Glory to God. So Pastor James was preaching uh, this morning about the glory of God residing in us. That was powerful. We are revival. Amen. You should turn to your neighbor and say, you are revival. If you don't have a neighbor, just look at me. Hey, you're revival. Glory to God. Y'all revival. Amen. But 12 things you could expect now from God. Number one, his ready ear to listen. His ready ear to listen. Psalms 10, 17. You, Lord, hear the desires of the afflicted. You encourage them and you listen to them cry. His ready ear to listen. You could expect God to listen to you. Hallelujah. You know, he designs you. He loves you. You know? And any time during the day you call on his name, he is there to listen. He is there to listen. Psalms uh, 94, 9 also read, is he deaf? The one who made your ears? Think about that. Is he deaf? Is God, the one who created you, is he deaf? No. Glory to God. He hears you. You know, the Bible also reads, you have not because you ask not. Asking means you're moving your lips. Asking means that you are in communication to God. Asking means that you open your mouth and speak. Without speaking, nothing happens. Let me just say that. Without speaking, nothing happens. You know, the book of James talks about the power of the tongue. It's death and life. That should tell you how much power is behind your voice, how much power you have inside of you. Glory to God. You need to speak things out. You need to just call out Jesus. And you don't need to have something bad happen to you to speak to him. Most people, let's be honest, they only pray when, when they're in trouble, right? But you should praise him everywhere you go. You should praise him everywhere you go. You know, my wife and I drove 16, 17 hours to New York. The whole entire time we were talking to God. You know, we had his Bible, we had a, I had a Bible app. It's, it reads to you, y'all. <laughs> so I'm reading, I'm listening, I'm speaking to the word, I'm, I'm listening to the word. If I'm not listening, if I'm not having a Bible app, I have sermons on. Amen. I got podcast. I'm feeding my spirit. That whole t- 16 hours going to New York, we're just feeding our spirits. I'm communicating to God. You know, the Lord put it on my heart to write a book. And I, I'm saying, okay, Lord, my wife is dictating everything I'm saying. Glory to God. Things are happening. He hears us. He, he's the one that created us. 
Amen? Twelve things you could expect now. You could expect him to hear you. Amen? Number two, his watchful eye. Psalms 33, 18. I hope this is okay for y'all. Everyone's getting something because, you know, it's easy to, to preach. And honestly, preaching is like the easiest thing. But it's like getting everything down in simplicity and regurgitating. Amen? So like I said, I feel like I'm just teaching today. I'm just going to go over a whole bunch of stuff with you. And then I'm going to pray for you. Amen? We're going to see God's power to be demonstrated because it's teaching, preaching, and it's the demonstration of the word. Amen? His watchful eye. <clears throat> Psalms 33, 18. But the Lord watches over those who fear him, those who rely on his unfailing love. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He watches over his children. He watches over you when you're coming to church, when you're going to work. Justin, when you're driving like an hour and a half to work, he's watching over you. Glory to God. You know, Pastor Jans and Pastor Kathy left for, New York, for, um, for Florida. And, you know, we prayed and everything like that. But do you know that God is watching over them? Why? Because they fear God. They fear, they, they fear God. What does that mean? They don't want to do anything out of his will. That's why they pray about everything, where to go, the outreaches, the church, everything in their life is just one prayer, amen? And they could guarantee that God is watching over them because it says it in the word. Hallelujah. Psalms, back to Psalms 94, 9. The second part of that is, is he blind? The one who formed your ears? I'll read that whole verse together. Psalms 94, verse 9. Is he deaf, the one who made your ears? Is he blind, the one who formed your eyes? You know, God's not ignorant. He knows exactly what's going on. Amen. And he loves when you hear him. He loves to be with you. He loves every time you're around him. Every time you just, just, just ask for his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Twelve things you can expect now from God. So what? We, we know he, we could expect him to hear us. He's got a ready ear. He's got a watchful eye. Number three, his forgiveness. Thank God for his forgiveness. Amen. Thank God that he doesn't hold anything. He doesn't remember anything. I mean, I just get so overwhelmed if I would have to forgive myself sometimes, you know, how could somebody forgive me the things I did? But God's forgiven us. Everyone here, God has forgiven you. There's no condemnation, the Bible says, for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's why the, the world gets lost sometimes. They, when you could tell somebody, hey, God's forgiven you. What? You know, I prayed with the two gentlemen um, that set up our balloon, our uh, uh, playground, bounce house. And, um, you know... Anybody that comes on this property, I, I just, I try always to pray for them. Amen. And so one guy said something weird to me. I was like, okay. I put it to the side. Uh, but the other guy, was very, his name was, I think his name was Justin. Um, Justin or Chris, one of those two names. He was so hungry. He was so open. And I said, my friend, God has forgiven you. And he just looked at me. He's like, like how? How do you know that? Because it's in his word. He's forgiven you. As far as the east is to the west, he's forgotten. Whatever you did two minutes ago, ten years ago, he's forgotten. Don't dwell on it. You're a new creation, the Bible says. And people get, people get so caught up in like, how could someone? Because he loves you. He loves you. And he wants the best for you. Amen. you I mean, his, his face changed the moment he said that prayer. Amen. I encouraged him to get to church. I told him, come tonight. We'll be here tonight at 630. Amen. We're always here. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. But 1 John 1 through 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Uh, that's just a powerful verse to have in your arsenal of scriptures. Amen. You know, how do you know? Because the Bible says so. He's forgiven us. And I think that's so important because... Everybody, everyone that you run into, 
they have something they're holding on to, and they need forgiveness. You know, the people that don't know Christ yet, they're holding on to some stuff. And if you're here today, and, and if you're not sure, I'm telling you, you are forgiven. Amen. Psalms 86, verse 5. Oh, Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for those who ask for your help. Amen. Amen. You know, it's, it's the humble that come to Christ. The Bible says God resists the proud, but he loves the humble. To be a believer of Christ, you can't be born into the Christianity. There's no being born. No, you freely accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. You have to come to yourself and you have to humble yourself. I need help. I need salvation. I need a Lord and Savior. I need someone to forgive me. I need somebody to love me. I need someone that I can go to in the middle of the night and just cry out, Daddy, help. I need, I need that peace. Hallelujah. And so you can't buy that type of stuff. I feel in my spirit people really don't know what happiness and, and what love is truly because they don't know the Father. That's why we carry so much power. Why? Because we love like no other. We, we as Christians should love like no other business. We should look at people the way Christ looks at people. We should look at them the way, you know, God looks at us. You know, when I was lost, when I was, when I was broken, when I was miserable, when I was, was, was just hungry, I didn't know what I needed. But when I found Christ, I found who I was. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God for his forgiveness. Father, I thank you for forgiving me. I never, I never get to a place of where I'm over that. No. It actually reminds me the goodness of God, of how he took me, how he changed me, how he, he did a miracle in my life, how he gave me a wife. Can I just say that? How, how grateful I am. And, and if, it wasn't for my, if it wasn't for God forgiving me and changing me and me staying humble and, and, and everything, he wouldn't have, I, I don't think I would be here. I know for a fact I wouldn't be here. Because people that don't need forgiveness, that don't need God, they, they have such a hardened heart. Amen. All right, let's continue. Praise God. Is this good? Amen. Everyone's getting something. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your spirit. 12 things you could expect right now, this day from God. Number four, his guidance. Does anybody need guidance here tonight? Could anybody be real with me and say, Pastor Mike, I need some guidance in my life. Well, then this is for you because he'll give it to you right now. Amen. You know, the Bible says no good thing with he withhold from you for those who walk uprightly. Uh, that's bonus. No good thing with he withhold from you. So if you need something right now, he's going to give it to you. You just got to come to the point where say, Lord, I need this right now in my life. I, I need your peace. I need your forgiveness. I need direction. I need your guidance. I need power to rule over all the sin in my life. I need you right now. No good thing with he withhold from you. You just got to ask him. Glory to God. That was a bonus. That's the Holy Ghost. That wasn't in my notes. You could look at them. Praise God. His guidance, Isaiah 58, 11, says, Isaiah chapter 58, try not to speak too quick. Somebody says, you always speak really quick. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm from New York. I don't know. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm a fast talker. I'm a fast walker. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Holy Ghost, I'm slowing down a little bit. Amen. I get also a lot from Pastor Kathy. She says, Mike, you pace so quick. I'm, I was like, okay, I'm going to go slow. <laughs> I just can't stand still. Amen. I just, I don't know. I just, I like to float around. Amen. I carry the anointing. Anointing wants me to go somewhere. The Holy Ghost wants me to stay here. You know, the anointing rubs off on people. Amen. 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 Take it. Take it all you want. Jesus. <laughs> you know, I prayed for a young kid tonight, uh, uh, yet this morning, and Pastor, Pastor, Pastor James was praying for people, and the Holy Ghost stopped me on my tracks. And I looked at this young boy, and I, I said, Lord, what is it? And the Lord gave me like a word for him. And so, Jesus, whew. you know, the Holy Spirit has order. And Pastor James and Pastor Kathy know 
who I am. So I'm just not some random person. You know, God's put me in authority over here, especially in the church and evangelism, everything. So I told the boy, and I told his mom. I said, hey, I got, I got to tell, talk to your son. Can I pray for you? Said, yeah, please. And I said to him, I said, I had to stay here. Because the moment service was over, he jumped up to leave. And I said, if I was anywhere else, you would have went someplace else. Is that true? He said, yes. I said, what's the hurry? He said he wanted to go home. Amen. And I said, I, I said this is what the Lord, I have, I have something that the Lord wants you to know. You know, I'm not going to tell everyone what he told them. But as I was saying it, the mother looked at me and said, you, you're, you're right on. That's exactly, that's exactly what's happening right now. Glory to God. And I prayed for that young boy. And I felt the physical, the physical power of the Holy Ghost leave my hands. And I said, do you feel that? He said, I don't know what it is, but I feel something. I said, that's, that's the Holy Spirit right now. You're going to be changed. I said, me and him are going to be, I told his mom, me and him are going to be best friends. He's going to sit with me every Sunday in the front. Amen. Because the devil's after this generation. I told him. Your mom's older than you, and you're younger. You know what the difference is? He said, no. I said, you move quicker than your mom. I said, you move quicker than your mom. So the devil's after these young people because they move quicker. And, you know, old people, and I'm not saying anyone is old here, but, <laughs> but what happens is when you get older, you slow down. You can't sin as much. <laughs> Jesus. You ain't old. You're going, to get a, you're going to get a touch from God right now. Father, from the soles of his feet, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I, I release that healing anointing over his life right now. I bind, I bind every spirit of infirmity over his life. Lord, I loosen healing anointing from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Be healed in Jesus' name. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I said all that because we got to pray for our young generation. They're under attack. They don't even know it. The invisible enemy, sin. And these outreaches, what we're doing in this church, we're going to take the young people. We're going to cover them with the anointing. We're gonna, we're, they ain't going to go to bars. They're going to come to the Holy Ghost churches, and they're going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So make a long story short, that, that kid, me and him are going to be best friends. I'm going to pour into him. Amen. Amen. Guidance. Isaiah 58, 58 11. The Lord will give you continual. Con oh, Jesus. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a watered garden, like, oh, glory to God. I just see this in the spirit right now. <laughs> like an <laughs> ever-flowing spring. Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Giving you water when he were dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a, a, like a well-watered garden. Hallelujah. Jesus. If you need guidance, you could take a hold of that scripture. And you could meditate on that. You could ask the Holy Ghost to show you. You know, some people read their Bible in the Greek. Some people read their Bible in the Hebrew. But I like to read my Bible in the Holy Ghost. A great man of God said that. And when you read it in the Holy Ghost, he, he shows you pictures. Amen. He knows how you learn. He knows how your brain is oper uh, operates. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Someone's getting in the sound booth. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Number five, five things, 12 things God will do now for you. Say now. Inner peace in your heart. 
Hallelujah. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, peace I give unto you. Thank you, Lord. You know, you can't buy peace. I said that before. You can't buy it. People think they could buy it, but you can't buy peace. And the Holy Ghost always gives me this example. When, when the disciples were going on the boat and there was a big, big storm and they weren't sure they were going to live. And they cried out for Jesus. Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Come on, somebody. And what did Jesus do? He got up. He rebuked the disciples. Hey, guys, <laughs> what's going on? You have no faith. You know, the ears, the, the wind has ears. The, the, the rain has ears. You know, tell it to calm down. Peace be still. That's what he said. And what happened? <sighs> Peace was there. He went back to sleep. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I always imagine what that boat would look like. When I get to heaven, I'm going to ask, I'm gonna ask Jesus, Jesus, show me that boat you were on. <laughs> it was probably a little, a little rowboat or something like that. He was just going across the river. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Inner peace. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. This is a great scripture. This is a powerful scripture. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. And thank him for all he has done. Verse 7. This is powerful. Get ready. Someone's going to catch this. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything you could understand. Glory to God. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Whew. Holy Ghost. Then you will experience God's peace. What? God's peace, not human peace. Human peace says I got people paid off. I won't get in trouble. I know somebody. But God's peace God's peace, wow, wow, God's peace you can't buy. God's peace you experience through his love. Hallelujah. If you need peace, you could just grab that right now. You could just grab that right now. You need peace in your life, peace in your family, peace peace in your heart. You know why it says guard your heart? Because that's where the roots Start. The Bible says to guard your heart above all else because out of it flows the issues of life. And that's why so many kids, and I'm going back to young people, I don't know why, but so many kids, what happens, they like to get into relationships so early and they open their hearts and their hearts get broken. And then what? The enemy lies to them and they try to kill themselves. That's, that's what happens. They do stupid things. They drink. They drive. They do drugs. They experience. They open their, their heart. And they, 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 they actually open it for the wrong reasons. And adults do this too. Adults do this too. His peace will guard your heart and your mind. Glory to God. As you live in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Twelve things you can get right now. You could experience. You could expect God to give you right now. Number six, inner joy in your spirit. Hallelujah. Inner joy. You could, you could receive inner joy in your spirit right now, this very second. I love joy. Hallelujah. Joy is the, one of the most powerful gifts, one of the most powerful fruits that you can cultivate. Joy keeps you laughing. Joy keeps you in the spirit. Hallelujah. Joy gives you supernatural strength. Hallelujah. I always find, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, my wife's here. Oh, she's, she's, yeah, she's over there. So my wife and I, we went to get lunch after church. And, I, you know, I was driving. You know, she says she's a better driver than me. Okay, maybe. I don't know. But uh, we had a close call with another vehicle. <laughs> and, and my wife gets tenses up because she's, you know, she's, she's my wife. 
and she's like, it would have been her side where the car would have hit us, you know? And, you know, what am I going to do? I'm, I, I'm not going to say anything. We just look at each other, and we just laugh. <laughs> because what are we going to do? <laughs> I, I, am I going to get mad at the guy? Am I, you know, uh, am I going to lose my peace? No, I'm just going to laugh. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for protection. Amen. You always try to find the joy. That's what the enemy steals. He steals the joy because he takes the joy and he, he puts out fear, rejection. He does the complete opposite. So when you're going through something, what do you need to do? You need to tap into the joy of the Lord. You need to tap into the, to the, the joy. you got to sometimes look in the mirror and make yourself laugh. Come on, somebody. you got to do whatever it needs to do to, to, to bubble up and laugh and, and enjoy the moment because God is so good right now. You can ask him to fill you with joy. Hallelujah. You tap into joy, you receive supernatural strength. You'll flip everything around. You'll flip everything around when you tap into the joy of the Lord. <laughs> My wife said, we almost got in a car accident. <laughs> I started laughing. You know, because it was partially my fault because I wasn't paying really attention. I was just like in the moment, you know. <laughs> and I said, oh, Okay. <laughs> But thank God I have a patient wife. Amen. <laughs> I have an amazing wife. I'm not making fun of her or anything. But she's just like, she just looks at me and she's like, I'll do the driving for now on. I was like, okay. <laughs> Praise God. Joy, inner joy in your spirit. Isaiah 12, verse 3. Therefore, you shall draw. <laughs> Therefore, with joy shall ye draw. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Therefore, with joy shall ye draw waters out of the well of salvation. <laughs> Isaiah 12. You know, we could tap into that right now. You could tap into the joys of salvation. Glory to God. Because no one here is going to hell, we're saved. Amen. We're on our way. There's joy in salvation. That's a heavenly insurance that we have. We know where we're going. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 15, 10 through 11. When you obey my commands, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father's commandment and remain in his love, verse 11, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with joy. Yes, joy, wonderful joy. Glory to God. Joy is wonderful. <laughs> joy, you know, when you cultivate so much joy, you just, you just know when the enemy's trying to attack you, you have victory. Come on, somebody. You just laugh your way into your breakthrough. You just, you just laugh your way. Who is the enemy trying to attack right now? Glory to God. Doesn't he know I'm the righteousness of Christ? Come on. Doesn't he know the greater one lives in me, that I'm the head, I'm not the tail? And when my boss gets mad, I'm just going to laugh. Glory to God. Why are you laughing? Because I'm filled with joy. Would you rather me cry? Come on, somebody. <laughs> joy is medicine to the heart. Joy is medicine to your body. Hallelujah. Joy. Everyone just say joy. It sounds like a happy name, right? <laughs> when you can make yourself laugh, you're tapping into something. Someone's like, oh, I don't know about that joy. Okay, well, be miserable. Be upset. Have a, have a, have a, a sad face. Happy people laugh. Amen? Hallelujah. Happy people laugh. It's the joy of the Lord that gives me the strength to continue winning souls. It's the joy of the Lord that presses, makes me press in for my faith, to see my breakthrough. It's the joy of the Lord. Once I receive the joy of the Lord, I receive the strength to press in, to keep going, to not grow weary in my well-doing, because the joy gives me the strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, we're almost, we're getting there, folks. Number seven. This is okay? This is good? Amen? Praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Number seven, 12 things you can expect God to do right now. Number seven, his protection. Praise God. Psalms 91, verse 10. There shall no evil befall, befall thee, neither shall any plague 
come in thine dwelling. Come on, somebody. His protection. His divine protection. His divine protection. No evil will come in my dwelling. No evil will fall nigh there. I am protected. You are protected. Glory to God. We have supernatural protection. Protection that no man can buy. Everybody wants. They can tap into it. You just ask the Lord. Lord, I need, I need some protection right now. I need protection. When I'm driving, Lord, I need protection. Where I'm, I mean, that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. I need protection for my family. I sometimes pray Psalms 91 over my family. I, I just sometimes will, will wake up in the middle of the night or I just wake up, have coffee, and I just feel my spirit. I'm going to pray Psalms 91 over my family. Hallelujah. It's divine protection. Psalms 30, 32, verse 7. Psalms 32, verse 7. For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. <clears throat> Glory to God. You surround me with a song of victory. Psalms 32, verse 7. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with a, a song of victory. Hallelujah. This is in the Bible, you know. And I pray somebody just grabs a hold of some of these scriptures and just, and just write, get it in your spirit. Because whenever you need it, it's for you to access now. When you're driving, when you're at work, you need peace, you need healing, something tries to come onto your body. No, it's not allowed to. Psalms 91, no evil. Come on, somebody. This is for every believer to take a hold of, to use in their now life. They could expect God right now to do it for them. Whatever you need right now, you could expect God to do it for you. Number eight, new power to overcome sin. Listen, let me just say this. I don't know everyone's life. I only know what the Holy Ghost tells me. I'm not going up to people and say, hey, is there, is there sin in your life? Is there sin in your life? I, it's, it's, not, it's not for me to know unless you tell me that we can come in agreement and pray, or the Holy Ghost says, hey, pray for that brother. He's going through something. But I'm going to say this. Get rid of sin before it gets rid of you. Get rid of sin before it gets rid of you. Because at the right time, at the, the, the pinnacle point of your life, sin will destroy you. Sin will take you out, ruin your marriage, ruin your business, ruin your career, ruin your friendship. Sin will bankrupt you. Sin, sin will take everything that God has given you and just destroy it. I'm just going to say that because people don't like to preach against sin, you know. But I, I need to preach against sin. Sin is anything displeasing God. Anything that displeasing God. Sin is, sin is stealing. Sin is, is, is lying. Sin is lust. Sin is disgusting. And if there's an issue, if there's something that you feel like it's keep coming on, you keep trying to attack you, then you, then you come, to, come to us. And we're going we're gonna to pray. And the Holy Ghost is going to set you free. The Holy Ghost is going to give you power to destroy it. Glory to God. Because when I was living a sinful life, it, it tried to take me out. The enemy tried to ruin me. Tried to rob me. Tried to steal me from my destiny. If I didn't get rid of sin, I wouldn't be here right now. But thank God. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Who gives us the power to break sin. Hallelujah. 1 John 4.4. 4. Ye are of, God's lit, of, of God, little children, and have overcome them because the greater one is inside of you than he that is in the world. Because of, we have Christ in our lives, the greater one lives inside of us, we could break the power of sin. We don't need to worry about sin in our lives because the greater one, the light, the anointing, breaks that sin, breaks that yoke, breaks that bondage. Someone needs to get delivered from, from smoking, from alcohol, from, from gambling, from pornography, 
You pray. And the Holy Ghost and the fire just comes on and it purifies. Glory to God. It sets them free. That's why all, all of us, we need more of the Holy Ghost. We, because it, in those times where we're witnessing and we're soul winning, we carry that anointing. Hey, the greater one's inside of me. The Bible says I can lay hands on you and you can receive the Holy Ghost. You can receive that fire. You can get free right now. You don't need to go to a clinic. You don't need to go to an AA meeting right now. The, the fire of the Holy Ghost is going to come and, and purify you. Hallelujah. That's the believers we're raising up. That's the, the people in this church. We're being raised up to go and do the work of Christ. Go and set the captives free. Preach the gospel. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We all carry that anointing. It's for every believer to tap into. If you want it, you could have that now. Glory to God. You could carry that anointing over your life. You see somebody, your best friend. The, the, the enemies tried to lie and, 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 and confuse them and, and speak evil over their mind. They need just some Holy Ghost peace. You could pray for them. You don't need to bring them to me. You don't need them to bring them Pastor James. No, it's the believers, glory to God. It's the believers that are filled with the Holy Ghost and power that's going to do the work of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's for each and every one of us now. That's how we're going to see Rockford shaken. We raise up soul winners in this church. You go out and you win souls. You pray with them. You get them on fire. You lay hands and you say, hey, you're going to come to church. We're going to disciple you. Come on. We're going to love on you. We're going to help you. We're not going to leave you by yourself. You're part of our family. Glory to God. And we raise them up. We multiply ourselves. And we take ground. Hallelujah. We take ground for the gospel. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power that worketh within us to accomplish. <clears throat> someone say accomplish. <laughs> Come on, someone say accomplish. Hallelujah. More than we might ask or think. Come on. We're going to accomplish things through Christ. He lives inside of us. The hope of glory, the, 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 the anointed one, Jesus Christ lives inside of us. Now, some of you, you may have the Holy Ghost, but maybe you just got to keep stirring yourself up. You know, there's, there's receiving the Holy Spirit when you first come to Christ. And then there's the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. The fire, you feel the tangible fire. I'll never forget the time that I received the Holy Ghost. And when I received the baptisms of the Holy Ghost, they were in two different parts of my life. And, I, and when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and I spoke in new tongues, and I felt the fire of the Holy Ghost just pour, it was like fire going down my whole body. It was like I was being electrocuted, like sin, and things that I needed to get delivered, smoking, alcohol, drugs, whatever it is, that, that, that stinking thinking, right, that, that cursor, the whole, you know, it just, the Holy Ghost just went inside of me. And <laughs> I started eliminating those things, eliminating those things. And where I was broken, lost, and where I felt empty, he started filling me. He started filling me with, with his love, his peace, his joy, his, my, his calling for my life. Not the enemy's calling for my life, but the Holy Ghost's calling for my life. He started giving me boldness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He delivered me from drinking. Hallelujah. I don't even think twice about alcohol. I don't think twice about smoking. You know, at, at, at the age of like, 21, 22, I belonged to a cigar club. And I would smoke cigars and drink scotch with these, with these like high rollers, thinking who, who I was. But he set me all free from that. He set me free from my Italian heritage of being a big shot, being a loud guy. You know, now I'm loud for Christ. But, oh, Italians drink. That's what they just do. No, not this Italian. I'm born again. I, I'm in the family of Christ. I don't need to drink. Oh, but you're Italian. The Italians always drink wine. You know, it's okay. No, not me. I don't need anything but God. I don't need to drink. People may drink around me, but not me. I set the standard high. I'm a believer, man. I'm a soul winner. 
people look at me. I, I, I can't, no one's going to see me walk into a bar, let alone walk into a liquor store. Oh, well, Mike, Pastor Mike, what happens if you need, like, cooking wine? I don't cook with wine. <laughs> My problem solved. You know? He set me free from that thing. And I'm going to set other people free by his anointing. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're almost done. Are we on time? Okay. We're just moving along. Number nine. Is this good? Everyone receiving something? Praise God. Number nine. Physical healing in your body. Exodus 15, 26. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Psalms 103, verse 3. He forgives all my sins and heals all my disease. Thank you, Lord. Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. Hallelujah. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command and healed all the sick. Come on, somebody. You need a physical healing in your body. Those are three scriptures you could stand on. Healed my disease. He kept me from sickness. By his stripes that were given to him on Calvary, he took sickness from my midst. I don't need to, I don't need to, to be worried about being sick anymore. I take communion with God. I remind my flesh. Listen, flesh. Listen, body. Listen, blood. Listen, I am covered by the blood of Jesus. Sickness, when sickness tries to come in my house, it actually breaks the covenant. And I remind sickness, hey, I'm under covenant. I'm under the new covenant. You have no right to get into my house. Go now in Jesus' name. That's the authority I take. That's the authority I take. I don't allow sick. I don't even allow the common cold. My nose has to listen. So I said, that's a little extreme. Well, I'm extreme, praise God. That's, that's the authority I'm, I'm putting on this earth. Where I go, the anointing goes. When I pray, God hears me. I see miracles. Hallelujah. And that's for you. I'm telling this for you. You take that same authority. Use your faith. Work out your faith. Okay. Next time you get a cold, Justin... Cold, go in Jesus' name. You have no right to be here. Cold, you sinuses, open now. Get out now in Jesus' name. Free right now. Lay hands on yourself. Do whatever it takes. Your body has to align by the word of God. It's not because I said so, because the Bible says so. Jesus didn't walk around being sick. I am sure not going to walk around being sick. That's how extreme I'm going. Only time I'll go to the hospital is to pray for somebody. Now, I'm not saying hospitals are bad. Everybody's faiths are different. Everybody's at a different level. I never knock anybody that wants to go to the doctor, that wants to go to the I never know because each of us have their own walk of faith. You have to walk, work it out for yourself. There's nothing wrong with doctors. There's nothing wrong with taking medicine. Amen? I'm not criticizing doctors here. I'm not criticizing taking medicine. You have to be led by the Spirit. You have to work things out in your faith. Amen? Faith is a muscle. So start off with a cold. You don't feel good? No, I'm not going to take a Tylenol. I'm not going to take, I got a headache. I'm not going to take, I'm going to read the Word. I'm going to get into the secret place. I'm going to, Lord, take this. Lord, this headache is not from you. I lay hands on my head. Headache, you have to go. In Jesus' name. Headache, leave right now. I plead the blood of Jesus over me. Father, you, you didn't give me this headache, but you're going to take it away. This headache is just attack of the enemy. And I pray in tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's forgiven, he's forgiven me all my sins, and he healed all my diseases. He's the Lord thy God that healeth. Lord, this headache goes now. And then you see the headache go. And then if it happens again, well, you did it once, God. You're going to do it again. And you grow, you're cultivating something here. Amen? Is this, this helping anybody? Amen. Amen. I got a cousin who's a doctor. I'm not going to insult him. I'm not going to insult any doctors. Amen. But, the, the, but God heals. God heals. Don't give up. Maybe you haven't got your healing yet. Faith says keep knocking. Faith says keep asking. Keep believing. Keep seeking. Amen. Inner, number 10, healing, inner healing in your broken heart. 
right now you could expect inner healing in your broken heart. Psalms 147, verse 3. He healeth the brokenhearted and bindeth up thy wounds. Hallelujah. He heals your broken heart. If you have a broken heart, you could be healed from it right now. And you'll see, you'll begin to forgive people. Lord, just take away my broken heart, my heavy heart. And I'm telling you, he will heal you. Amen? Because a lot of the issues come from the heart. Psalms 34, 18, and we're still under inner healing. Inner healing in your broken heart. Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirit are crushed. Hallelujah. Number 11, 12 things you can get right now. Number 11, his consistency and his faithfulness. His consistency and his faithfulness. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus. But the Lord is faithful. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? The Lord, I'm going to say it one more time. The Lord is faithful. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? He will keep you from evil. He'll establish you. That word establish means plant you. He'll grow you and keep you from evil. Hallelujah. That's for you, Miss Laura. He's going to establish you, and you've been established. And evil may try to come, but it's not going to come hold to your dwelling. Not to you, not to your family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Matthew 28, write this down. Matthew 28, verse 20. Thank you, Lord. I am with you always, even until the end of the world. He is with us always, even until the end of the world. That tells you two things. The world's going to come to an end. But it tells you he's never going to leave you. He's never going to leave us. Amen? Because why? He's faithful. Thank you, Lord. And the last one, and there's more. Number 12, 12 things you can get right now from God. Right now, this very second. You can get all of them. You can get one of them. Number 12, his wisdom for living. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. God has united you with Christ Jesus. For your benefit, God had made him to be wisdom itself, Jesus. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. Hallelujah. Christ is wisdom. You need, you need wisdom. Just get more of Christ. Get more in his presence. Get more in his word. He is the word. Hallelujah. These are 12 things you can get right now. Right now from Christ. Whatever one you need. Maybe you say, I don't need any of them. Okay. Maybe this message wasn't for you. You could play the music real quick. Hallelujah. Just everyone close their eyes. And I want you to imagine, I want you to imagine Jesus right here, right now, because his presence is here. And if you had to ask him for any of these things right now, which one would, you, which one would it be? Which one would it be? Some want all of them. 
But I, I want you to be as real as you could really be. And whatever one you want, I want you then to come up to this altar. Because he's going to give it to you. The spirit of the Lord is here. And whatever you de put a demand on, whatever one you need, you're going to get. Why? Because he said it in his word, it's for you. Thank you, Lord. I see, I see God touching people right now. Even as you're see, sitting down, I see the Holy Ghost touching people right now. Don't leave this church. Don't get out of this sanctuary the same way you walked in. Sometimes, you know, if you've ever gone fishing, you've got a big fish. And this is what I see. It's, it's weird the way I'm seeing this. But you just got to keep reeling because it's a big issue. It's a big issue. And that sin represent the, the fish represents sin. And it'll just go back down if you don't constantly just reel it up and take it out of your heart. It's weird the way I'm seeing it. But if you don't get rid of things, if you don't get rid of things in your heart, I don't know if this is for somebody, but it will take you out. Don't allow strife to build in your relationships. Take it. Get rid of it. And that's how you're going to grow. You're exercising your faith. Hallelujah. So if you want prayer, I'm going to tell you, come right now. Because I feel the anointing right now. Come right now. Hurry, come right now. In Jesus' name. Just lift your hands because the Holy Ghost is here. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.